Welcome to Reboot or Rewind, a podcast in which we talk about our favorite movies and TV shows and the reboots that are bound to happen. I'm Rachel. And I'm Ty. And let's rewind back to 1995 and watch Clueless. What you talking about, woman? You got it, dude. You little nasty. Okay, Ty, I know this is one of your favorite movies. (laughs) Um, And so as a super fan of this movie, can you please tell our audience a little bit about it? Sure. Um, So Coolidge is a 1995 comedy film written and directed by Amy Huckerling. It stars Alicia Alicia Silverstone, Stacey Dash, Brittany Murphy, and Paul Rudd. Also, Donald Faison. (laughs) And some other people, too. But uh, the film centers around Cher Horowitz and her friends as they navigate life in 1990s LA. The film is a modern take on the Jane Austen classic, Emma. The film received positive reviews, you know, critics, people love it. It's a classic 90s movie for a reason. And it also uh, followed up by a spinoff sitcom and series of books, which I did not know about the book. It's interesting you didn't know about the books as we are such fans of books. (laughs) We do the books, yes. (laughs) Um, Cool. Well, I mean, so why don't you start off by kind of talking a little bit about your love for this movie before I talk about my first impression. (laughs) Yeah, it's so weird that like you have someone who watched it dozens of times and then someone who only watched literally just watched (laughs) it two days ago. Yeah, (laughs) it's I don't know what it is about this movie. I think it's just as viewers know, I'm from New York. And then I also, and we, you know, we live in the South now. So LA is so, so when I first saw it, like LA was just such a new experience for me. I'm like, oh my God, look at Beverly Hills. Look at the sun. Look at what they're wearing. It was just so (laughs) cool. Like that's like, oh, that's what like LA life is. Not what truly LA life is, but you know, that's what LA life is. And Emma is also my favorite Jane Austen book so yeah. i think that also probably i watched clues before i read emma so i don't know if this the movie influenced the book for me or i like them both because of just the things yeah um yeah i mean after seeing it i, I think it's a it's a great movie for us to do as our first movie um mm-hmm. because it it does feel very iconic when i watch it because i was recognizing lines that I've heard in jokes and lines that I've seen online. And I was seeing gifts and seeing screenshots as I went through of like, it is, it is a show that has made an impact on pop culture or a, a, a movie that's made an impact. So um, especially a movie from the year we were both born, like this is a yeah. great movie to do. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. I'm a, I'm partial to movies that are adapted from classic literature. Mm-hmm. Um, I love like, you know, movies that have come from Shakespeare plays, like she's the man and you know, twilight is Romeo and Juliet. So, um, so I, I was already going into it knowing that I was like, I'm, I was excited. And it really, I think is a great depiction of the book. It's a great modern adaptation of, of, of Emma. And so I was a fan of all those little, things they included um and I thought it was good I thought the the lines were funny I thought it was well written and Mm -hmm. the characters were interesting um I think 
what's her name? Cher was a great Emma. Mm-hmm. Like she was not quite not likable, but also there was something about her too that was like a little out of But time. you can see why people wanted to go to her for advice. Oh, yeah. She seemed like she had it all. Mm-hmm. The beautiful blonde, rich blonde who, you know, like she said, she negotiated all her grades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, of course, like, of course you look at that and you're like, wow, like she got her ish together yeah. and I want to learn from her. Yeah, I think is is this a great do we want to say like who plays who or no or we just let people watch the movie and we, i mean emma. we can if you want to of course Cher is emma and ty is harriet and why am i blanking on emma names because <laughs> i guess dion and i don't know if dion does have a counterpart in the book i will say her counterpart would probably would be who does she marry off in the first part of the book? Of the book, the reason why she thinks she's it's a like Miss. Maker. It's like Miss Taylor and Mister West or something. Yeah, I feel or like Mister Weston. Yeah, Mister Weston, Mister and Mrs. Weston. I feel like because they they were a couple before. I mm. if I had to put them in the in the book, but I think they already said like Dion and um what was what was his name? Why can't I not think of people's names right now? Oh, her I love boyfriend. Yeah, it was like what Murray. Was, I think it was Murray. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was Murray. As someone who watched the movie two days ago, <laughs> yeah, it was Murray. I just, as we know, I am horrible with names, and um, still love the movie though. But um, I guess that would be their, you know, their thing. And then of course, um, the stoner is Mr. Robert Martin. Oh yeah, the and... young farmer who she's really <laughs> likes. Yeah, but I guess because like. They're all, I don't, I don't think they're all poor. Like they, you know, they have all came from some type of. Yeah. Going to a private school, school, isn't it? That they're at. No, they're at public school, but you know how public, like, you know, in Beverly Hills, like this, this might be my ignorance showing through. Like, I don't (laughs) know how many people who can live in that, in that area to be totally, but of course, but the way that he's lower beneath them is that he's a stoner and, mm-hmm. you know, he skateboards and he's not a classic man like Cher once. She yeah. ha- has a whole tirade about 90s guys. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I could definitely see in every decade. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, and then I guess Amber would be a mix of Augusta Elton and Jane Fairfax. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Mr. Elton is Elton. <laughs> yes, yes. Mr. Elton is Elton. Um, and then Christian is Frank Churchill. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's a very good, like, direct almost depiction. It's got, mm-hmm. um, I mean, even in some of the similar names, but uh, the characters are all very well depicted in the roles that they are in the movie. So... It's very good in that mm-hmm. manner. Mm-hmm. It's a good adaptation. Like I feel like it's a, it's you see where the book comes from, and but you also can see what they where they had to add new things. Like because in a nineties movie, if she did not have that best friend, like she couldn't just have Ty. Like mm-hmm. you needed someone like her to bounce off of. So you needed to make that Dion character. But you wouldn't be able to have just her and Harriet like you could in like the 1800s. Yeah, I mean, well, it doesn't because it also makes sense like 
if Cher is going to be this like popular queen bee, it wouldn't make sense for her to not have her posse already. Yeah. Um, and it was cool to see that relationship between Dion and Murray mm-hmm. um, as kind of a this interesting reminder that Cher is single mm-hmm. and there are relationships happening around her and to see mm-hmm. then her kind of spiraling into this confusion about what she actually wants in a relationship and mm-hmm. of course who she ends up with. Um, who's your though, who's your favorite character of all now that we know all the characters and their connection to Emma characters? I like Ty, not only because we share a name. Um, I like Ty. I think I think she was just cute and adorable. I love Brittany Murphy. Like, mm-hmm. rest in peace. And, like, I feel like she was so good in this movie. And you could tell that she was innocent, but also not innocent. I feel like she was just playful, which they were not used to. Because she wasn't innocent because, you know, when they had the talk about, you know, when they was in the restaurant and they were talking about, like, penis shapes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell that she's not She's she has more experience than Cher, but it's like one of those like street smarts versus like mm-hmm. I guess cultural smarts. So like Cher has the class, but Ty has like you know street smarts. Yeah, I don't know. She, I, mean, I think she was just cute and adorable too as well. I feel like she was able to encapsulate all of those things, and of course Cher. Like it's hard not to pick Cher. Yeah, I know Cher is cool. I, I will say I did find Ty just a smidge annoying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see that. And like, saying I, her I'm name not... out loud now, I just realized it sounds the same as your name. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, Ty is so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, I I think what really killed her for me was when after she finds out that Elton didn't like her, mm-hmm. she's like so heartbroken over it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like no one's really addressing the fact that you should not be this upset because you but barely interacted the book, with the though. dude. She barely interacted with the dude. And she but was that's all like, it was in the book. But she barely interacted with him. And she's like burning a box of his stuff. Or not his stuff. It's like things that remind her of him. Like the mm-hmm. towel that he held to her head when she fell down. Like, mm-hmm. was nobody addressing the fact that she was way too emotionally invested in this. I mean, that was the same thing with Paul Rudd. <laughs> like, she was also way too invested I know, she made it. Well, that's, and that's annoying. Tyra Josh. Like, she needs to figure herself out. But I think it was because she wasn't really into him. I don't think she, she wasn't really into Elton. And that's what you kind of see throughout, like, what was his name? The, the skater dude. Uh, uh, Travis. Travis. Travis, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, of course, because that's such a '90s stoner name. Quentin says what stoner name is Travis. So tr- she wanted to be with Travis the whole movie, you, you know. But it's just right. that Cher pushed Elton, and like, no, Elton is perfect for you. You have to be with Elton, 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 Elton. So of course you're gonna feel some type of way when he doesn't want you because you've been. I don't want. I don't like using brainwash, you know, in like you yeah. know, throwaway terms, but she was conditioned to think Elton was the one. And and dating someone in that realm, like Travis mm-hmm. was, you know, poo-poo Travis. Yeah. I do appreciate how they positioned Travis as like 
even though he was apparently a bad choice, he was a much better guy than Elton turned out to be. Mm-hmm. Like, El- even though like Elton was the quote unquote better choice and the best one, if you're going to date someone, like he's the one to date because he's the best of the best. Mm-hmm. He turns out to be like kind of a scumbag. And yeah. Travis is always so like, yes, he could care about school a little bit more. Like, yes, he could be a bit more responsible. Like, he's such a gentleman. Mm-hmm. Like, and the way he's so, so worried about Ty when she falls and like mm-hmm. the way he's trying to like make sure she has a drink and like make sure she's good. And mm-hmm. he's just always kind and happy, like when he's around her and so polite. It's just like, it's just so cool to see that contrast because he's apparently a bad choice, but he's a much better guy than most of the guys we're seeing in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I think Travis's character was fun. Yeah. Um, I, and I especially loved him uh, kind of being that class clown a little mm. bit when he does his little attendance speech. Um, <laughs> so I think he's a fun And he's had to jump out the window when he got his grade. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was like, wow, what a joke to put. <laughs> that was the 90s. That was the 90s. Like, yeah. We don't we don't play with those kind of things anymore. <laughs> I don't know if we will ever do Heathers, but that would be a very big like stain on Heathers. Mm-hmm. But um, I do. I think the whole cast is great, but Cher is. I mean, I. <laughs> I think Paul Rudd plays such a good Josh. Probably like the there's very few enemies to lovers that I adore, and this is one of them. And, uh, and so you actually no go ahead sorry so go watching ahead. as a child i was like yes yes yeah i yes and then watching it as an adult i'm like oh no <laughs> oh no but you're like that like that ticket oh no oh no 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 <laughs> i was me i was like not only is she 16 and he has to be like 20 like he's a he's a freshman in college i think because she mentioned something about, oh, there's that freshman psych. He's like, I'm not taking psych. Okay. So, yeah. So, he, I think he's, like, 19, probably. Okay. Yeah, because the school year is almost over. So. Yeah. So, yeah. It, uh, especially when you can tell that Josh knows how naive she is. Like, they, mm-hmm. they talk about it all the time. And so, it's like, Ooh, ooh. Yeah. And I mean, the whole stepbrother thing is also like, why? Because that's not even in the book. In the book, <laughs> they're brother and sister in law. Yeah. Which people marry, you know, siblings all the time. Like, they're, you know, c- kids will have a circle cousins, like, you know, cousins on all sides. But it's not that, you know, taboo. But yeah, especially when the dad was like, "You don't divorce kids." Then, then why are you okay? Well, then why are you okay with this if you don't divorce right. kids? Well, and what's interesting? <laughs> what's interesting about that is that at the end, when so when they kiss and then it kind of like zooms out and then zo- and then it's like, and where are we now? And it kind of shows a wedding, and she's like, "Well, obviously that's not us. This is California, not Kentucky." Um, and it's like, okay, so you're making a joke about how it'd be weird if you guys got married, but you're still together. I don't think it was a joke about them being brother and sister. I think it was a joke about them being young. 
that they were six. Well, oh. maybe, maybe in my, my simple, in my, in my sorry, pure- Kentuckians. <laughs> I thought that was a joke about there's like incest in Kentucky. <laughs> it could have been, maybe, maybe I'm thinking too. No, you're right. Broad. No, maybe say that you're right. Yeah. It could have been like a, <laughs> it could have been a, maybe it was a slight on both, but I read it as because she was only 16. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. In LA. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, because it's like I think to Kentucky is some is oftentimes like the state that comes up when people talk about like shotgun weddings and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so the age thing would make sense. I don't know why I immediately went towards like, oh yeah, because siblings get married in Kentucky. Because technically they're not siblings anymore because right, they- and they really never were truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't and even know his how mother remarried yeah exactly so like i'm not trying to justify it i'm not i really am not but um i think the age thing bothers me more than like the kind of proximity relationship they have Mm -hmm. they really could have made they could have made him just like her dad's intern or something Mm -hmm. they didn't have to make him like a stepbrother and they didn't have to make him a college student i guess an intern would probably still be a college student Mm -hmm. but I don't know. And I also feel like the relationship was a bit rushed. Like, I think they, the whole time they, it felt like a very, it felt like a brother sister relationship. And suddenly it's love. Well, maybe because now I, Emma, as a backdrop, because I feel like Emma was also kind of, they bickered. Like, they just, yeah, bickered all the time. And I don't know if that's what they were trying to do here. Um, maybe because I don't know. But I think it was because, like, well, also in Emma, like, she was supposed to be, like, because, like, he says in the movie, like, you're just as cool as she is. Because um, the way that he treats Ty, like, if you treat Ty that way, Ty should, is, is the same age as Cher. Like, yeah. I, like, Cher is not that much wise beyond her years, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's it's, like, one of those weird, it's, like... I don't want to accept it. Like, I will always, like, bring it up. Mm-hmm. But my child heart. <laughs> love it so much. But, yeah, it's it's, it's hard. I, I do kind of skip over them kissing. I'm like, okay, I don't want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I love Paul Rudd. And he did not age. Like, Oh, my gosh. I'm so tired of hearing that about Paul Rudd. I'm so tired of hearing that about okay, Paul Okay, but can you see? Paul Rudd has <laughs> aged. <laughs> Paul Rudd is aged. He has, yes. But he looks... <laughs> it is so weird because he looks very similar. Yeah. Because some people look very drastic from, like, one of their earlier roles to, like, their now roles. And maybe because... I mean, he's just, like, what, 52? Like, he's not that He's not that old. Yeah. But um, he looks very similar to his 30... Almost 30 yeah, years. Yeah, I will 30, I just think, like, him and Keanu Reeves, like, everybody's always like, oh, yeah, they don't age. Like, mm-hmm. he, Paul Rudd looks older than he did he than he did 20 yeah. years ago. He does. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. we, I think we expect, we expect all actors in their 40s and 50s to, what, like, look like elderly people. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. it hasn't been that long. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. I but do yeah, think. No, he does look, look basically the same. Mm-hmm. I do think that the one thing. I guess it's weird because like in the mood in the book or any of the actual like adaptations of Emma mm-hmm. 
Jane Fairfax is more of a rival. Like, we know Amber is. I guess that's why Amber is more like an Augusta Elton than she is a Jane Fairfax. But I think she's, like, kind of supposed to be, like, a mixture of both. Mm -hmm. Because we know Augusta Elton is a joke. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, she's, you know, she's the pompous, like, you know, person who's not that pretty, but want to rub in, you know... Emma's face that she's married to Elton, even though she did not want Elton in the first place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I guess, like, if when you add in, um, when you add in Jane Fairfax, that part, I guess, I guess they were rivals, or Ember thought of them as rivals. But really, in the in the book, Emma thought of Jane Fairfax more of rivals as more than Jane did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also really interesting too, I guess because I guess Amber is kind of more of a um, Augusta Elton because they make Frank Churchill gay as every '90s movie, mm-hmm. you know, wanted to do. <laughs> like, and it wasn't a punchline, but it it was like, of course, share first like the first person share thinks that she's in love with is a gay man because he likes fashion and he, yeah. he, because he dressed really nice and you know what i mean but right um, it was he was like i think how the audience was supposed to pick up on it it was just following a lot of, well honestly i don't know if the stereotypes were the way that we were supposed to pick up on it because i think the moment is when he goes over to talk to the bartender and he's like suddenly mm-hmm. very animated and like very yeah. like I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, so he's interested in the bartender. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And so, it, but it, it is kind of, it does feel like a bit of a 90s gag. It's like, oh, well, of course he's gay, or he turns mm-hmm. out to be gay. Um, but it's an, it's an interesting thing to see or to be totally oblivious to that until Murray's mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, he's gay. <laughs> I guess they would try to say, like, cause in, in that aspect, everyone loves Cher. You know, so he would have to be like, especially when there is no quote unquote Jay Fairfax, like, he has to be as, like, he has, there has to be something, the reason why he cannot be, like, him and Cher cannot be together. Yeah. And I guess making her fall, like, it would be weird in that situation because Cher is so popular, you know. I mean, I guess they could do, like, the whole, like, he, which is, you know, also a play on, the book because you know he lives so far away and that's why he can never come over like mm-hmm. you know you know come to like their events and things like that because he was living in some type of castle with his uncle and his and his aunt um which in here it's like he has split cust- like his parents have split custody and he was in chicago with his mom um but yeah it's just yeah it's interesting how um I guess they had to do something different. Like, they didn't want it totally to be, like, the movie. I mean, the book. And so... Yeah. And in a modern retake, there will be more gay people. No, yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. And, and and more, like, not used as a plot device, too. Yeah. Like, it was supposed to be a plot device. Because it's like, oh, we need Cher to be interested in someone, but they've got to be someone who couldn't possibly be interested in her. So, gay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think we would see a bit more diversity on that scale in a modern remake. Mm-hmm. But um, speaking yeah. of re- remakes, did you? So have you seen the show that came out of this? Yeah, it was like I need mean, like run of the mill 
teen, like early nineties teen comedy, like a Saved by the Bell kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. and Alicia Silverstone wasn't in it. And she's part of what probably made the movie so iconic. It's interesting yeah. that, you, that you found the show so lackluster when the movie was one of your favorites. What do you think made it so different? It was just... Also, Pablo was also wasn't in it either. That'd be just also... So it was just the cast. Was only the, person <laughs> the cast. No, I think it was more just like... I don't know. Like I said, it was like... Some things are good as, as an ending. You know, maybe another movie would have been more suffice. Mm-hmm. But... Like, once you have to see their everyday life and their antics or whatever, like, I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, yes, I like to go back to that um, that world and stuff like that, but I don't know how to, like, describe it. But you know what I mean? Like, they oh, had yeah. an episode yeah. where, like, Sabrina from Sabrina the Teenage Wish was on it. Like, come on now. Like, <laughs> Wait, like, she was the, on it as Sabrina or was it? Was yeah, it she was on it as Sabrina. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I gotta go see that um, now. <laughs> yeah. And even yeah, as much as I love Donald Faison, um, he probably was the best part of that show. Oh, he was in the show? Mm-hmm. Oh, so, she cool. so Amber Murray Dion were the only ones who came back. And then Brittany Murphy and Paul Rudd. I did not see the episodes that they were in, but they were in a episode. Oh, they cameoed. Yeah, but not, but not of their movie part. Gotcha. Okay, um, that's cool. But I do understand what you're saying about like seeing the everyday because I think the part of the alluring thing about Clueless is like the the whole matchmaking thing and the whole makeover mm-hmm. thing. It's like very like that is what the movie is about, and that's what's interesting is this very typical '90s movie about this queen bee who makes over someone and is kind of using like moving around the people in her world as pawns and then kind of learns this lesson and Mm -hmm. gets brought back down to the real world but if you kind of turn this into an everyday follow this character storyline where you're seeing them go through trials and tribulations in their life Mm -hmm. it's like that's not really why we watch this movie and it also kind of ruins this buildup of the character share as this person who has it all and person who has it all figured out um we don't want to see her going through trials and tribulations every single episode it kind of ruins the facade of this character who's supposed to have it all together and be just enigmatically charismatic and yeah and also it's just like she, she um it's like and it's like you know like just random hijinks too yeah like no one you know, like, no one, like, yeah, it's, like, one episode, she tried to get her license. One episode, she tried to do this. She want like, you know, like, you know. Yeah. But it's, like, we don't need to see a storyline out of that. It's a funny mm-hmm. joke in the movie that she can't drive. We don't need to see a storyline yeah. out of it. I was looking at the episodes of the show, and there is, so the two episodes, because I wanted to see what episodes the, the actual cast members were, mm-hmm. like, the... Um, Paul Rudd and Brittany Murphy. So in Brittany Murphy's episode, she guest stars as her name is Jasmine, and she's a transfer student from New York, which I think she was in the movie. Mm-hmm. But they don't have a tie, so I guess they just like um, did that. And they're all in the first episode. And then in 
the episode that Paul Rudd was in, she's deeply in love with a college student named Sunny, who is Paul Rudd, and then they're a match made in heaven until he finds out how old she is. Mm. <laughs> Which is probably so it's good a- that the show addresses that. that but Josh is in the show, but I don't think he lasts that long. Okay. Yeah, see, that's a thing too. Like, if it's about her finding a relationship, is that then just like, is the show her going through relationship after relationship? Because I yeah, think part of what makes her character strong in the movie is that she's that she's really not in a relationship until one does interest her. Like, it's not like she's lo- actively looking for a boyfriend until suddenly she's like, oh, I kind of do want one. I mean, as she says in the movie, you see how picky I am with my shoes and I only put them on my feet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I... I yeah, is this like, you know, like I said, is this one of those like, like I could think of it as a Sabrina, the teenage voice, like the 90s version, a Saved by the Bell, you know, just random antics, nothing really piecing together, but way more towards children. Like, like you know, like like early, like, like a 12 to 15. Like I doubt anyone like beyond 16, like really, really watched the show. Maybe, maybe, maybe the first season, but then they probably definitely grew out of it after. Yeah. Um, but yes, I mean the book I'm really interested in. I mean it's probably for children, but it probably is for like middle school readers. But I mean, when has it ever stopped us before? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do read young adult books sometimes. Mm-hmm. What is your before we like transition um, into like reboot reboot territory? What mm-hmm. was your favorite um, motif or whatever from the movie? Like as if or like what? What was your favorite like catchphrase or Ooh, the whatever I'm not loser? Sure. I mean, I know my favorite moment in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I know my favorite like catchphrase or motif. Okay, what's your favorite moment? My favorite moment is when, and I think it's an iconic one. And I think when I saw it, I recognized it, and that's why it stood out to me. But it's when mm-hmm. it's when Ty finally gets upset with like Cher. You're a virgin who can't drive. And she goes, <laughs> "She goes, well, you know, you're a virgin and you can't drive." Yes. <laughs> So I love seeing that insult come out of Ty because it's like, I honestly, too, I was waiting for Ty to like not be just this like putty in her hands and not be this like Play-Doh being ready to be molded. Mm-hmm. And, and she kind of stands up to share it a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it is a little bit harsh. And I, I think, I, I mean, she does hurt Cher's feelings, but I think it's a good moment. It's, it's funny, too, because she, mm-hmm. she can't drive. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I do like that moment. Um, and I do remember the first time Cher said as if I was like, oh, yeah, that's her thing. I remember hearing about that. Um, mm-hmm. So I think it was tough because like most things that are iconic from that movie, I was already familiar with. So when I saw it happen, I was just like, oh, yeah. So like mm-hmm. nothing struck me. I think like. I think like uh, like when I saw Mean Girls for the first time mm-hmm. before like pop culture took over and everything before I saw pop culture take of it, all those things stood out to me. and I was like, oh, that's hilarious. That's hilarious because I hadn't seen it already. But I think if mm-hmm. I watched Mean Girls for the first time now, I'd be like, oh, that's where that joke's from. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's where that's from. And it wouldn't really stick in me because I, it's almost like I've kind of been exposed to it already. I think my favorite one is that you can't RSVP. It doesn't say RSVP oh, you can't on Statue of Liberty. Yeah, and I recognize that when she did her speech, I was like, oh, I've seen this speech before. And I've like seen a, people make jokes about this before. You can't RSVP to America. <laughs> Uh, or it doesn't yeah it doesn't say ours <laughs> statue of liberty 
Um, and that was that was a really great introduction to her character because it's so funny that she's she's not it's not like she's incredibly intelligent or like mm-hmm. a top of her class or anything. It's just that she's really charismatic and knows mm-hmm. how to sell what she's got. Yeah. Um, and I think that does make her a very interesting character. Um, I think so. There was a musical. I did not know this from 2018 to 2019. Um, it starred Dove Cameron as Cher. Oh, I think she would be a good Cher. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a jukebox musical from pop hits of the 90s, but yeah. Oh, okay. It only it was only there for like it closed like January 2019, so it was not mm-hmm. you know there for a, a, a long time. No wonder we didn't know about it. And I guess it doesn't have the cult following like another um, classic movie. F- well, not from that time because it came out in the eighties. But Heather's has a very like, yeah cult following for, for their musical. Um, so I guess they didn't, you know. And Mean Girls had a pretty big musical too. And mm-hmm. Mean Girls, I think, is a pretty similar type of movie. Um, mean Girls, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, which also has a musical. So they all three have musicals, right? But- yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It is, um, it's not surprising to hear that there was like a kind of a musical attempt with this because I think it is such an icon in the history of pop culture and movies. Um, so it is, what is surprising is to know that they really haven't considered doing a remake of the movie, maybe because they like don't want to touch perfection. Um, but I think we've already discovered that a show is not what we're looking for because you know you you mentioned that the show was not not really very impressive but if they remade the movie what changes would you make i don't don't know putting josh in high school will work. I mean, I guess it could work because he could be like, he thinks that he's beyond his years because he mm-hmm. like read books and stuff, but really, you know, not really, you know, that could be kind of the, the I don't think he needs to be her brother because either, you have, to make it old, to either <laughs> you have to make them older, like in their like early 20s for that to work, but then you lose. I mean, maybe, maybe it's based in college. Like, I don't know. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think it, it could be, yeah, it could be that they, um, maybe this, they, maybe it's like, it, maybe it's based in college, but if it is going to be based in high school, they're going to have to lower, um, or they're going to have to make it more of a thing that he is so much older than her. Well, not so much older than her, but is older than her and have that power dynamic over her yeah um, which will take the f- i was gonna say to take the fun out of it but we'll take the fun out of it you know what i mean so i don't know i i think if i am gonna get a reboot i think i want a total reboot i don't think i want anyone from the original to be in it yeah no yeah i agree i think it needs to be disconnected from the original in that manner um i also maybe the teachers you- but other than that no Maybe who? The teachers. The teachers. They're they'd be so old by now. Well, one is on Young Sheldon, which is a show that I do unironically enjoy. Oh, yeah. I don't know why I like that show, but <laughs> one of them is on Young Sheldon. 
All right. Well, bring them back. I think it's, it is fun sometimes when they have that to bring the teachers back. Um, mm. It's a re- reprise the role. But if the movie's I, good, because if not, I get really upset that they came back. Well, I think that's that's probably why we haven't seen an attempt at a remake because it is so tough to do with the movies that have a, such a cult following that mean like girls. people, yeah. I mean, then they tried a Mean Girls too, and it was horrible, and it was horrible um, because people wanted to capture the magic of the original, and it's it is a tough bill to fill. Mm-hmm. Um. I think they could do it with Clueless because Clueless, it's not like it's a secret how why this formula works. It's mm-hmm. a it's it's something it's something that everybody loves. It's a comedy of manners, just like Emma. Um, mm-hmm. People love that. I mean, that's partially why people are drawn to things like Bridgerton when you can mm-hmm. kind of have this high society and they're kind of almost poking fun mm-hmm. at themselves. Um, mm-hmm. It's we it's got matchmaking. It's mm-hmm. got matchmaking gone wrong. It's got makeovers. Yeah. Like it's got. I mean. I think the only difficult magic to recapture would be Cher, would be making her who she is, who she's supposed to be. Um, mm-hmm. Someone who is charismatic, someone who has it all together, but also someone who's just a, a smidge unlikable and a smidge too controlling of the people around her. I think it's a difficult character to to create and mm-hmm. to create one that's not overlapping with Alicia Silverstone's Cher. Uh, to be separate but also the same i feel like and this is bad but if we take a he's on that for example they're gonna try to put in some social media aspect so really like she has like she does like a dating like tick like a dating advice tiktok even though she never dated before mm-hmm. like i feel like it would be kind of one of those things or like she has a youtube about confidence and and dating advice but like like i don't think she will ever be an actual matchmaker I think that's will be like her like stick, yeah. However, and then and then she match makes, but instead of like, because in the beginning of Emma, she gets those two people together, mm-hmm. which starts is like, yes, I am the matchmaker. Yeah, people love me. I I can match anyone up. <laughs> um, I know people like you know I know people, but um, I think that is today they're gonna do something stupid like with tiktok or youtube or whatever and it's gonna take that magic out of it yeah i mean i think he's gonna like she's gonna text him the photo you know that she or like he's gonna like it on instagram and (laughs) he only liked it because what like i like you know i'm trying like i'm trying not to think about it like that but then you know well some shows lean heavily into social media, but then some shows don't really lean that much into into it. So maybe, I don't know. I think this yeah. would have to, though. It's about teens in high school. It wouldn't be realistic mm-hmm. if they didn't lean into social media. Social media is such a huge part of their lives mm-hmm. now, um, especially TikTok. Like I, like, I wonder, like, will they have another Macbeth scene? Like, remember um, when she was in the car with the girl who was trying to be like, oh, I'm better than you. And she quote and she quotes Macbeth and she was like and she said oh, she Macbeth, quotes Hamlet. It, oh Hamlet, yes, it was Hamlet. Hamlet yes. And she says, no, it's actually no. Polonius. Yes. Cause she was like, I know Mel Gibson and Mel Gibson didn't say that. Yeah, they'd have to well, yeah. An, a current teen would not know that that know that version of of that. Um, but they do read like teens read Hamlet in high school. Like yeah. they would be familiar with Hamlet. 
but it would have to be like a fun way that they're familiar not like that they actually read the play yeah she just saw the movie with mel gibson yeah (laughs) (laughs) although the movie with kenneth branagh playing um was it like four hours long (laughs) i don't know but it was good like that's the one that i used to show when i taught hamlet Mm -hmm. um it's good so maybe the teens would like that Mm -hmm. but yeah so a couple things would have to change and two the references like uh christians the references to christian and the rat pack and like Mm -hmm. uh being interested in in jazz and stuff um i'm not sure if you would see a character like that in modern teens and and see them as cool Mm -hmm. and see them as like wow they've got a who who will you think what will you think would be the faux pas for robert like for travis because like stoners like they're a thing I mean, but now all, everyone, all teenagers are smoking weed now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I mean, Jer says that in in when they're like, you know, when they're at the party, like, yeah, we all occasionally do it, but they do yeah. it all the time, which makes them gross, or what, you know, into that, you know, along those lines. And I think, um, yeah, I don't know, maybe he'd probably just be a nerd, like mm-hmm. someone who plays D and D. And listen, yeah. no to our listeners i play dnd so that's not like cutting down people who play dnd mm-hmm. but like it'd be like a nerd yeah i think it'd be someone who is has that quirky sense of humor mm-hmm. and but they're not completely socially accepted uh but they're you know so not like him uh like an introverted nerd it'd be mm-hmm. like just someone who is in art classes and Maybe like anime or something like that. Like yeah. They have like a weird niche thing that yeah. Ty, like Ty secretly likes, but she never tells anyone because she doesn't want to be yeah. really cool. Um, and they're open about their interests and they're not like shy mm-hmm. about it. They just maybe don't fit in with the popular kids because they're not ashamed to enjoy mm-hmm. things and like be interested in these quirky and yeah, and, and like anime and stuff. Or it could be like, the brother from bring it on the brother that like she falls for mm-hmm. he's kind of like phantom he's artsy Chip and like Tone. into rock music and stuff yeah and he makes her really mistakes. nice <laughs> <laughs> oh. so yeah so keep it kind of that vibe too mm-hmm yeah no i could totally see that like the um the scene when they like try to like do the the loser sneeze or mm-hmm. whatever and he has that whole tirade about the loser sneeze that that will be like something that will get you become an outcast but like a cool outcast yeah. like uh he's such a rebel but not like a dangerous rebel yeah <laughs> i can see that too but although i think it would also be really cute if it was a like a unspoken nerd mm-hmm. you know maybe he have like yeah like D or maybe um like he's like really into like anime or like Rick and like yeah. something that's like not Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you as we talked about in our episode, <laughs> they, those, those fans are a little iffy, but yeah. um, but to have that dorkiness because that is what mm-hmm. him and Ty connect over in the first place is just that shared dorkiness mm-hmm. of them doodling, um, yeah, alluding to characters and stuff like that. So yeah, I I see it, I see it. <laughs> But it, it will be, it's, it's, I think like, I think a production company just has to be brave enough to try. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think, yeah, I think just people are so terrified of 
trying a remake of it of a classic like that and totally messing up yeah i think i think he's all that is gonna make it harder because that was such a bad movie like well i think we're i think that's on a few the future schedule is to do mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so we'll definitely be talking about that but yeah and i think i think too even what we saw with mean girls and mean girls 2 like the mm-hmm. reception of that is it's it is not a secret that Mean Girls two didn't it, it flopped it like one hundred percent flopped. I mean, it was a TV move made for TV movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> how, why would you do that to God? Yeah. Oh, not to God, God. Sorry, why would you do that to Mean Girls? They're gonna have to if they're gonna do a clueless make, remake. They're gonna have to invest in it. They're gonna have to make it something that deserves to walk in the in the shoes of Clueless. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't want it to be a like a a re. I'd rather it be a reboot than a sequel. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. A modern think- 2022 remake, for mm-hmm. sure. And I also wanted to still be as wholesome as it was. Because I feel like, you know, the problem, which we talk about all the time, especially with teens, that it getting, it's getting more raunchier. Or it's like mm-hmm. Disney Channel. Like, there's no in-between. And I wish that there was more things in-between. Yeah. So hopefully they can toe that line. For sure. Yeah, because it's still pretty, um, it's pretty wholesome, pretty mm-hmm. typical standard high school drama and not getting mm-hmm. too into like, you know, they have parties and there is alcohol and there and is drugs, talk about sex yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not like they're overdosing and yeah, doing cocaine in the bathroom every, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, before we uh, wrap things up, Ty is a super fan of the show. Uh, would you be interested in testing your knowledge a little bit? Yeah, sure. I love this movie and I can't wait. <laughs> to get. I better get all of these right. <laughs> now, I think you will because it, it was, I'll tell you, it's, it was tough to find a quiz because I was like, I know she knows this movie so well. So I was trying to find one that like had tough questions. Um and so I found one that has a couple tough ones, but a couple pretty easy ones. So okay. we'll see. It's just eight questions. So we'll see how you can okay. do. The first oh, one's wow. a bit of a doozy. Okay. Um, oh, wait, no, no, no. Sorry. The third one's a bit of a doozy. I, I was scrolling down. All right. First one's okay. pretty easy. Mm-hmm. So first one is, what is Cher's last name? Horowitz. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> I was going to read the <laughs> answer choices, but you're right. It's Horowitz. All right. Next is, what is the name of the actor who plays Josh? Now, I will say, do you want me to read the answer choices or do you just want to try it without the answer choices? I'm going to try it without the answer choices and then okay. we, if I get stumped, I'll, I'll ask for the choice. And that's Paul Rudd. Yeah. You know what? I will say, and this is something I forgot to mention earlier. Jeremy Sisto, who plays Elton, mm-hmm. is the dad from Suburgatory. Yeah. I was starstruck. Because at first, and I like, Law and Order. That I know you don't care about Law and Order, but Law and Order. I don't. But also, as you remember, in Suburgatory, Alicia he dates Alicia Silverstone in in the show. He's she's like the 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 surrogate who's like really hippie and makes them drink like flaxseed oil and like all that. Oh stuff. my gosh! <laughs> wow, I love to see it. And now he is someone who has aged. Let's just say that. He aged beautifully, though. <laughs> he did he age beautifully, beautifully, but, like, it was for a second tough for me to recognize him, because I was like, mm-hmm. I know that face. 
but he was mm-hmm. cute in Clueless. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a douche, but yeah. A douche, absolutely. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I get why he was so popular. Um, all right. Now this one. So mm-hmm. it is, who is the designer of oh, Sharon? Um, it's Eliza. Like, Aliyah. No, no, Aliyah. no, no, let me finish the question. Okay, okay. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yes. Who is the designer of Cher's dress in the scene where she's coming down the stairs to go on her date with Christian? It's a white oh, dress. Oh, Calvin Klein. And she says, yeah, she says. It's Calvin Klein. That look. <laughs> What's the rest of it? She sa- he says, what the hell is that? She says, a dress. And he says, says who? And she says, Calvin Klein. Calvin Klein. <laughs> But I thought he was like, I thought you were talking about, is it a liar? I don't know. No, no, the one when she gets like held at gunpoint, yes. which is let's talk about how traumatic she gets yes. dropped at this liquor store after being sexually assaulted, gets dropped at a liquor store, and then is robbed at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. She handled mm-hmm. it like a pro, though. <laughs> and she um, calls Josh. <laughs> then she calls Josh, yeah. Which is like, that's why we really can't call them enemies to lovers because they were never enemies. The fact that she felt like she could call him and he was like, yeah, like, and he didn't make fun of They're her. They're bigger. I don't know if there's a big. I think they were just, they lover. picked on each other like brother and sister. It's not like they well, actually I, hated each other. Yeah. Uh, this is obvious. I mean, this is more of a, what classic book is Glue was based on? Emma. Yeah. Too easy. What is the name of the guy who likes Cher, but she turns down? Elton? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was, like, I was like, was there somebody else? But yeah. What is the name of the doodle that Ty shows Travis? Oh, um, the Martian. I I don't know. Do Marvin the Martian. Yeah, Marvin the Martian. The Martian. Very, good. Yeah, okay. Very good. I honestly, I saw that question. I was like, who would know that? <laughs> Me, I would. Because I've seen the movie a thousand times. All right. Choose the correct answer that she, well, you can just say what you think it is. Choose the correct answer that Cher said for the question, do you like Billy Holiday? Oh, I love him. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Very good. And it's funny because Billy Holiday's a woman. Yeah. So you can tell that he she did not know who he was. Exactly. Who she was. He just goes, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. Lastly, and this one, I have no idea what the answer to this question is. Okay. What type of dresses does Dion want at her wedding? Oh, sailor dresses with a little flag. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Correct. It's a little sailor hats. <laughs> All right. A plus. It says, "Ugh," as if you'd actually fail this quiz. You definitely know your stuff. The movie may be called Clueless, but you're clearly an expert. <laughs> Great job. Yeah, you Yo. do know this movie very well cool okay well from the mouth of a super fan do you think they should remake this movie no only because i know it's gonna be bad okay because they're not gonna put the time and effort it's just gonna be a cash grab so they shouldn't even try i don't maybe if amy come back maybe i think i think should she know the the vision? But maybe she might be too old to relate to kids these days. Yeah. Um. It could. I mean, I could see it both ways. I could see it happening and it's bad, but I could also see it happening and it's good if they, you know, 
But do we also still have that same veneer on LA, like Beverly Hills, and than they did in the nineties? Like the yeah. Valley Girl aesthetic is not a. It's is not it as like, iconic as it used to be, like with nine hundred two one zero and like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, the OC even like right. So I don't know if we're as in touch with that pop culture wise as we used to be, mm-hmm. or that if that's as clear of a symbol as it used to be, as clear of an mm-hmm. archetype. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I would agree with you. I think as someone who just recently watched the movie the first time, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I need another iteration of this movie. I think they did it well. I think we could kind of put mm-hmm. it on the shelf. What I would like to see is more high school remakes of Jane Austen novels. I know yes, it's tough to I do because not a lot of Jane Austen novels would equate to that, but like Pride and Prejudice. Pride and Prejudice. There's a, there's a, there's I'd a, love to see it. <laughs> there's a um book called Pride, um, which is about is a Pride and Prejudice remake um about pe- two black kids in Brooklyn, which is okay. really nice. I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed that book. Um but yeah I I don't know. Sense of sensibility. I don't know if you can. I don't think you can make that into. Maybe. I mean, they they do with Shakespeare all the time. But I mean, I guess a lot of Shakespeare is um for you know, like Romeo and Juliet and stuff was yeah, practically children. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I and I think like we've seen. Like a lot of people, I think when they go for like literary remakes, they go for Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Clueless proved that there's just so many classic storylines that can be rejuvenated into like mm-hmm. 90s and 2000s shows and movies. What? It doesn't have to be Jane Austen. What classic book do you think can get a, 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 um, a modern retake? Right. With high schoolers or like a high, well, I mean, I think Great Gatsby. Even even though I, I have problems with the book, I think Great Gatsby will probably be a. Well, how would that? That is a a huge part of that is that it takes place in the twenties. We're in the twenties now. <laughs> I mean, they're like the Roaring Twenties. <laughs> it's the dissolution I, I of the see... American Dream. <laughs> it could still be. A dissolution of the American dream. The American dream is always dying. <laughs> it's always True. getting built up and fall apart. I mean, like I said, yeah. it doesn't have to be. I think, but like I said, The Great Gatsby, I think, because that's just a classic, like, outsider's perspective looking into a love triangle. Like, who doesn't, like, yeah. I personally, you know, it's not, no, it's it's not my favorite book, it? but I, I can see it. Um, yeah, and like the new money versus old money aspect, yeah. like we could see that conversation now today too. Like an influencer or something, and then he, <laughs> like Jay Gatsby being an influencer, that's what makes him famous. Um, yeah, I guess what will be the? Oh yeah, it could be a kid. It could be three people who were friends in high school. No, 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 three people who went to the same high school together. No, it could Two be people. it could be Gatsby and Daisy went to high school together. Mm-hmm. But then Gatsby liked Daisy, but Daisy was in a higher class than Gatsby because he was like a mm-hmm. poorer kid. And so like they drifted apart and Daisy met like an upper class, like boy from money, in college, from yeah. old money. They end up mm-hmm. getting married. He artsy kid, poor guy, then ends up becoming an influencer, getting all this money, moves into the same mm-hmm. neighborhood and like lives across yeah. the street from them. Mm-hmm. Throws a bunch of parties. Mm-hmm 
Daisy's husband is bothered by it because he's old money and mm-hmm. he's always like shouting, calling the cops on them. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's having an affair. Yeah. Could be interesting. Mm-hmm. Now I see it. We love it. I'd love to see Fahrenheit 451. (laughs) Didn't they make it with, well, I guess the one with Michael B. Jordan, I guess it was just a more. Yeah. Yeah. But it wasn't like. It's just the book. It's a movie of the the book. book. Yeah. But I guess the, I think the problem with the book is that it wasn't even supposed to be in the future anyway. So they just made it. Yeah. And it is like just a very specific idea. It's not like a a story (laughs) trope or an archetypal story that could be done a different way. I don't want Catcher in the Rye. It'd just be more white boys <laughs> whining about yeah the disillusionment of <laughs> on the road. No, no, no. Let's not do on the road. That the first movie, maybe <laughs> hide under my covers. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we could think about it. Actually, viewers, tell us and you know rate our podcast and put in a little description about what movie, yeah. what classic reboot that hasn't been done yet. Would you like to see a modern take on? Yeah, for sure.